Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. No matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders! And we're also brought to you by Hotel Tonight. Hotel Tonight partners with awesome hotels to help them sell their unsold rooms, which means you get amazing deals. And all it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps and a swipe to book. No long, endless list of zillion hotel choices. Hotel Tonight only shows you the best deals at the best hotels. Perfect whether you're a planner or like to leave things to the very last minute. And with Hotel Tonight's HT Perks program, the more you book, the better the deals get. So start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels and download the Hotel Tonight app now. And now, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Master Tate Frazier, working the board. What's up, Tate? It's good to be back, Sal. It's been a long time. Good to have you, man. It is so busy now. We're taping on a Thursday night because I wanted the uh, NBA playoff odds to come out. And they did. Not all of them. I would have liked the exact games, but they're not. We're not posted as of uh, like five o'clock tonight. But we'll make do. Great time for sports gambling. High-profile playoff game. Tate, there's a high-profile playoff game in hockey and basketball. I think every single day from now until mid-June. How about that? Right? It's a beautiful time. It's the best time of the year. Oh, it's the greatest. And I'm going to lose so much money. I can't wait. And uh, we have a lot to cover: NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Major League Baseball, we'll go over fake props, real props, best bets with my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Sal? Hey, buddy. What's going on, buddy? There's so much. There's just so much. I want to talk uh, first about your, your, your guys' weekend. Brother Bry and Darren, the parlay kid, are brothers in real life. They uh, The UFC tried to ruin... Their card at Barclays Center, UFC 223. Conor McGregor, I don't know if it was a stunt gone wrong or what, but yeah. <laughs> he in one fell swoop threw a barricade, something through a bus window, and all was like half the guys on the card uh, were were had a scratch yeah. from their from their fights. But you guys, you forged on. You you jumped on a train. You went to Barclays, and uh, in the first uh, time I can remember this happening in a long time, you guys bet against each other. That's right, Sal, and the uh, and the big female fight there. Well, Sal, you know, really, kudos to the fighters for saving this card. I mean, we we were going in under the pretense that this could have been one of the greatest UFC cards ever. Yeah. And then uh, just a couple of days before, we're saying, should we even go in? Yeah. And uh, as it turned out, uh, this was uh, some card, including the uh, the Rose Joanna fight that I had Joanna on, uh-huh. and Brian had Rose on, and. Uh, well, that was that was one of the best, probably the best female fight I've ever seen, actually, though. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking but, about you. I, I just like, I wish I were there. You guys are actually rooting against each other. Uh, these <laughs> women are pummeling each other, beating the shit out of each other. And it was yeah. uh, it was a close decision, right? Like, uh, you know, Rose thought she should have lost, uh, or Joanna thought she should have won, right? I mean, they're all like, it's all over the place. Yeah, right? well, it's funny because it's it depending on which way you bet. Because Brian, I, you know, the whole time was like, Oh, Rose got this easy, and I'm thinking to myself, I think Joanna might have won this fight. Like right. that's what I, 
not as I wasn't as confident as Brian, so that's why at the end I'm kind of like he is way more confident than yeah. I am in this right right now. And the weird thing about the decision stuff, first of all, the scoring was terrible. Uh, basically, Joanna ended up winning one round, <laughs> uh, but the three judges each gave her a different round oh, that I she see. won. So conceivably, she could have won three rounds. Yeah. in that fight, being that each judge gave her a different round that she won. So kind of weird. Uh, but Brian nailed it. He was very confident in Rose. I have a feeling this Rose, uh, she's going to, uh, she'll lose her next fight. I feel like this is just a style fight. Yeah. And Joanna is, Joanna is a great fighter. I think she's just a little sucked out at that weight. And Rose will, uh, will just lose her. That seems to happen in these women's fights. Yeah. These girls go on like a two match, uh, two fight winning streak, and then the next big one they lose or something I like that. I love this. It's Joanna versus Roe. We might as well be doing a Bachelor <laughs> preview, Tate. What's going on with these guys? What I love it, Parlay Kid. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Brother Brian, you were confident in that fight, right? You you, you didn't even think yeah, it was Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought she... Well, the thing was, I thought she came out, won the first two rounds. I was a little... I, the third round was a little close. I thought she won the... Uh, I thought Joanna won the fourth, and I thought she easily won the fifth. But it, it is funny, because Darren and I are looking at each other, and we're basically almost like it's 5 nothing Rose and Darren. You know, it's like it's 5 nothing Joanna. That's just kind of how it felt. But awesome. I look over at Darren in the third round, and, like, he's got, like, his – his head in his hands. He looks like he's about to throw up. It was just, it was great. Like I take, I, I look like I take the losses better. Darren, Darren, you could see it on his face. It, it wasn't looking good. Well, Darren, well, Sal, it, the, the it, parlay it, kid, he, he, uh, he underwent a, a full heel turn that night. We won't even talk about his crazy yeah. bailout bet. No, you could talk about well, it. Sal. I don't, don't want to go we too might much. Well, we we got so much to cover, but you went against the USA. Yeah. You went against the Long Island wrestler <laughs> in the main event. And it paid off, and uh, and good for you. But I, I just, yeah, I just put, would have liked basically put my mortgage on the line, Sal. You know, <laughs> basically put my house on the line just to recoup my losses for that night. That's and great. I and I it worked. But I will never do that again. <laughs> that was terrible. I love it. <laughs> yeah, let's right. Ta- let's talk to Harry, who's made that promise many, many times in his life. Um, <laughs> Harry, you had a, another tumultuous week living in Arizona. Harry actually had Lenny Dykstra staying in his house. He said Lenny Dykstra staying over. And yet someone else was thrown out of your house. So we won't get into that either. But uh, I do want to talk about Tate. I don't remember a couple of weeks ago, Harry, I, I invited Harry to Vegas. And he says to me, he says, why, what's going on in Vegas? And I took, I took such offense to that, especially him being a part of this podcast. Really so I left it up to our, uh, our wonderful listeners to decide his fate. I had them write in and say, what, what should happen? And we had a, we had a very nice response. Um, we had uh, one guy says, uh, Ben from Detroit says you should make Harry recite one event happening in Vegas every week on the pod. That's interesting. Um, one guy, a lot of people said we sh- I should just fire you right off the bat. And then <laughs> Justin from Portland, Maine, said Sal and the Degenerate Trifecta. Look, we've all made mistakes, but Harry is Harry's is completely inexcusable. A self-proclaimed degenerate turning down a trip to Vegas. I've never been more disappointed. Harry needs to have his Gambler Hall of Fame voting privileges revoked for a year or until he makes up for this horrendous <laughs> act. To the rest of you, keep up the good work. I think this is good. I think Harry sits out at least the next time we vote on a, uh, a degenerate yeah, Gambler's Hall idea. of Fame. Or is that all right, Harry? You accept idea. that? You, That's fine. Okay. I don't. I, I, I don't some like some punishment. I don't like that he accepted it. Yeah, I know. It needs I to know. be a worse punishment. <laughs> well, that's it. He, he's just soft all around. I don't know what's going on. It's right. soft, weak, very weak. <laughs> all right. You know what's weak? The last night of the NBA regular season, 
And I don't think I've ever made money. on It should be easy to make money on the last night of the regular season in the NBA. Too many teams are tanking. You know about it ahead of time. And I, the sports guy and I have had, we've had inside information. We've had assistant GMs over the years tell us they're going to sit their team. They're not playing. Hey, get in on this. And, uh, and then it doesn't happen. Like crazy story. Now I will say, me and the sports guy and uh, Joe House, we had Westbrook over 15 and a half rebounds. He needed 16 to average a triple-double. It was minus 200 on, on Bovada. And he got it, Brother Brian, what was it, like two minutes into the third quarter? He had 16? Yeah, yeah, it was right, it, yeah, it was right away. And he ended up with, what, 20? It, it was 20. A, a season high for him. And the crazy thing is, Tate, he took like two shots Maybe the whole game, but up until then, like that's it. It's just this. this cla- it really is a circus. The last day, he just stands by the rim, and like these guys just pad stats and they they blow games. I, like the what was it like? It, it drove me crazy. Like Washington and Miami are competing for the division title, which doesn't mean a shit <laughs> towards at the end of the year. But they're really like we make fun of like the idea like hey Belichick is a one seed should be able to choose his path the rest of the way the nba players they do this they actually do this they're like now we want the celtics in the first round cuz they're down two players we want the 7 seed tate do you think that's fair it's craziness well we saw the bucks do that right they try to get down so they can take the celtics so they have right. the 7 seed uh versus the 2 seed yeah. and then i was going to say about the westbrook thing did you see what it got compared to on espn this morning what was it they compared it to hornsby the 400 hitting 400 they compared it to gretzky uh, with with the points in, in the five seasons, they compared it to Breeze uh, with the five thousand yard oh, passing seasons. Uh, they they compared it to Pete Maravich leading the NCAA in points per game four seasons in a row. Right. Um. It was incredible. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what we're dealing with. That's tanking talk. Uh, just put the Globe Trotters out. Parade the Globe Trotters out in the last night of the regular season. Forget yeah. all these other games. Yeah. I, I don't get what's Sal, going. By the way. Yeah. Sal, like like Tate just mentioned about the Bucks. Do you, you, I mean, I know you guys are going. You guys are. I couldn't keep up with you guys' texts about the tanking back and forth all over the place yeah. last night and the night before that. But you know, the the Bucks last night at one point against Philly were down seventy to twenty nine. Yeah. What yeah. I mean, honestly, come on. I mean, uh, the Cavs. What early in the day they were minus seventeen hundred on the money line, and then Brian texted us a little bit before the game was down to four forty on the Cavs on the money line, and they lose the game. Okay, so here's, twenty at halftime. Right, the so next. here's where we lost our Westbrook money, brother Brian. And I like like you said, Harry. The Cavs are minus seventeen hundred. Then all of a sudden they're minus four forty. Right, Brian. I think you spotted it first. They were minus four forty. So we we assumed okay, LeBron's playing because he has this insane streak of playing every single game. Well, good for you. You played you played three times a week for four months, five months. You went to work. That's great. Uh, 82 games. So now it's down to minus 440. I didn't see their lineup, but was that it basically? Like LeBron played and everyone else sat? Yeah, it was just LeBron and everyone else sat. But the funny thing was, though, so you sent a text earlier in the day saying, like, I could totally see Philly going up big early. They pull a LeBron yeah. in the second, and that's it. And then... I jump on them later on, and then you're like, "Oh, I jumped on them at at minus fifteen hundred." Yeah, so, right. I had it's them amazing. You said you called it exactly, and then we still bet it. Of course. And then Cleveland loses to the Knicks. <laughs> they never would lose to the Knicks if anyone half the team plays. So oh, this this God. is what happened. Like the Sixers are up forty to twelve, Harry, on the Bucks, forty to twelve. Yeah. And at that point, Bry, I think Cleveland is up. I don't know, twenty-one, nineteen, or something. Uh, yeah, they're the, up a few points. Well, why? Few, yeah. Why then don't we take the Knicks uh, live money line? Why don't we just load everything up, put it all on Knicks money line there? Because we know we're dead in the water right there. 
There's no reason. I know right? it's so true. At that, but at that point, but at that point, LeBron still was playing in the game, and it was like maybe like uh, he only ended up playing like twelve, thirteen minutes in the entire game. So I think at he that played point, 11. you think that yeah. he might be playing, yeah, eleven minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so listen, at that shame point, you on, think it's okay. Shame on Brian for taking that back, knowing <laughs> that the Knicks would blow their any type of lottery position they could have right. on the last day. The Knicks are famous for this. They did it last this year, too, right? Didn't they do it last year? They do this the every year. Every they win year. a meaningless game, one or two games out of their last, you know, their last one or two they'll win, and they'll end up with the ninth pick, and the eighth pick in the draft is going to be the best pick in the draft. That's what's going to happen. It happens yeah. every year to the Knicks. It's terrible. I, I, was, I was saying if we really thought about it, we should have, if if I, my brain was working last night, it was a guarantee, I guess, that the Knicks were going to drop below the Nets pick so or the Cavs pick, right. I guess. you know. I, I thought the Celtics were going to, purposely blow that game to screw the Cavs, but I guess not. They wanted to win that the game. Fact and that we're we talking, could have probably got like 25 to 1 odds. We're for the talking Knicks about the, teams on the last day blowing a game. It, it's, it's insane, and it's a real embarrassment to the NBA, I think, that not only because I can't make money, I know I'm bitter because of that, but uh, too many teams tanking, and not, not just the last day, every day for the last two months, uh, some of these teams. It's very, very sad. All right, let's stick with basketball. Now, the playoffs start. When, Harry? Saturday? Saturday, Sunday, right? Saturday. Right, okay. Golden State, favorite to win this at plus 140. Houston, right behind them, plus 150. I haven't seen it neck and neck like this, the two teams of the conference. And then the Cavs are third at plus 850. I think Joe House had them a couple weeks ago at 10 to 1. Uh, Miami, the longest shot at 300 to 1, even though they're not even an eight seed. If you break it down by conference, Cavs plus 110, Toronto plus 190. Sixers plus three fifty on Bovada. They were seven to one uh, last week to win the East. Golden State minus one hundred five. Houston minus one hundred five. And Portland twenty five to one in the West. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, Darren, you've been going back and forth. I don't want you to uh, tell us your pick yet, but is it is it going to be a competitive playoff series, or what, should we just stay away and watch? Oh man, Sal, uh, that's a good question. So I sometimes some of these values I really don't love. Uh, you know, obviously out in the West with uh, Golden, like you said, with Golden State and the Rockets. Uh, then there's just everybody else, uh, you know. So who you gonna, who do you like out of those other teams? There's really nobody else. And yeah. in the East, it's a, it's actually quite the opposite in the East, where you don't know who's going to come out of the East at this point. So again, it's it's really all a crapshoot. Uh, listen, we're all going to be betting money on it at some point. Uh, yeah. So there's no doubt about that. Are we going to probably win? No, it's, I think there's there's going to be a lot of losing here. Yeah. in these NBA playoffs, I, I think, think they're just way too unpredictable. Let's go. I want to go over the uh, best overachievers and underachievers. I have so much written down here. The Pacers were the biggest overachievers. They were expected to yeah. have thirty-one and a half wins. They had forty-eight. Uh, this is courtesy of Bovada. That's a plus sixteen and a half. Pretty good for them. And they're now uh, what a five seed. They have to play the. Uh, have to play the Cavs in the first round. Harry, you're impressed with the Pacers? I am impressed with the Pacers. Uh, 48 wins. Uh, they improved from last year as a seven seed. This year they're a five. Sabonis has had a very nice year, rookie season. Oladipo back playing in the state of Indiana. Had a fantastic season, netting 23 a game. And the Cavs should look out. The Pacers this year against the Cavs were 4-0. They swept the Cavs this yeah. year. So look out for the Pacers. All right. That'll be interesting. Memphis, biggest underachiever, 37 and a half. It's hard to believe they were 
uh, expected to have that high a win total, 37.5. Tate, what happened to them? They ended up with 22. I think when you lose Gasol and Conley, it's pretty much over. Yeah. Yeah. As simple as that. As sad as it is, I feel bad for all the Memphis fans, but yeah. Yeah. It, it is over weird quickly. though. Some some teams can lose their two best players and still still succeed as we as we learned with our stupid uh Pelicans to not make the playoffs bet. Or <laughs> they, the Spurs. Right. They at least <laughs> lost their best player and then the Celtics lost their two best but still still are uh in the running here in the high 50s. Uh let's go over real quick our preseason picks. Brother Bry, what did you have? You had Wall to be the assist leader. That that didn't work out, right? Yeah, it didn't work out, but yeah, Wall and Westbrook were the favorites. Westbrook won that one. Uh, you know, obviously Wall did not stay healthy this year, but I did have uh, my other one was Gobert plus three twenty-five Defensive Player of the Year, and everything I'm reading and everything I'm seeing is that he's going to win this award. So if that hits, that that means I hit the NFL Defensive Player of the Year and the NBA Defensive wow. Player of the Year. So that'd All be right. cool. Yeah, I mean, you know where to stay when you're. Def- that's it. Get defensive now. I should just do that. Only that. Absolutely, Harry. You had Whiteside as defensive player there. Yeah, I'm. I'm reading as Gobert and Embiid in some cases might be neck and neck, but Gobert uh, should win defensive player of the year. Harry, you had Whiteside, right? I had Whiteside. You know, he did on the on the good side. He averaged eleven and a half rebounds a game, but when you only play fifty four games in an eighty two game season. You're not going to win any uh, season-ending uh, awards. That's true. I can't believe he actually played 54 games. It seems I like know. It was I mean, uh, begin the season, he wasn't playing at all for a minor injury. Tate, you were a big Whiteside fan, weren't you? I still am. I you still are. am. But uh, okay. people were very upset that I, I said I like Whiteside over Embiid to start the year to play more games. And, of course, this is the year that Whiteside sits out and has a tantrum <laughs> and has an attitude. And Embiid yeah. looks like the greatest thing. And, you know, that's life here. I want to get so loud. <laughs> that is life. People are upset with Tate. That's life. That's basically <laughs> it. Tate, uh, Harry, you had Oklahoma City, though. I don't want to uh, let people think you're a complete loser, in this facet at least. You had them under 50 right. and a half wins, right? <laughs> <laughs> Under fifty and a half at plus one sixty, uh, Oklahoma City uh, wound up uh, forty eight and thirty four. But uh, and they made it a run at the end. But at the beginning of the season, they were really tailing off and losing some bad games against bad teams. So it, it was set up nicely at the beginning of the season for them to go under fifty and a half. And Darren Parley kid, another team that ended up with forty eight wins, Utah Jazz. You you crushed that. You had over forty one and a half. Yeah, well, crushed itself. But you know what? But two thirds of the season, or at least. Close to two thirds of the season, you didn't. It didn't look good. Yeah. Uh, this you know, the Jazz had them over forty one and a half. Uh, they were nineteen and twenty eight. Sal uh, then finished thirty and six mm. uh, down the wow. stretch. So uh, out of the last, that's pretty good. And I almost felt like they threw yesterday's game away. Like they almost didn't even really showed up to uh, really play that one. So I won that. That was really nice. And uh, But I also had Rodney Hood as the most improved player <laughs> in the league. And uh, I think as soon as he went from Utah uh, to uh, Cleveland, that kind of went down the drain. I don't think he was going to win it anyway, especially with um, some of the performances we're seeing out of other guys for most improved. But, Sal, in my pre-preseason pick back in June, mm-hmm. back in June, this is almost you know, going to be a year ago, Right after the NBA draft, they said, go take Ben Simmons at plus 340 for NBA Rookie wow. of the Year. So okay. uh, I think that's looking good. I know people are saying Mitchell. I love Mitchell. But come on, Ben Simmons. Yeah, that, of the it's year. Ben Simmons, right? Take, 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 12, yeah. 12 triple doubles, right? Definitely, uh, 12 definitely. triple doubles. And, and, and listen, the guy, people say, well, well, you know, he... He's, uh, you know, he he's, was in the league. He's been he's been out of college. But he, the guy was the guy. If anything, had a lot of rust. He hasn't played in a year. Right. And 
This is a this is a this is the closest thing we've seen since Magic Johnson. Well, this guy's phenomenal. He makes everybody else better. He should be a, a hands down rookie. 20, of the year. I don't even want to hear about co rookie of the year. He's the rookie of the year. Twenty four more wins than last year. Forty two season before that. Really made that team something. I don't really like when you guys there agree, you but there you go. I'll, I'll, I'll let it slide every now and then. All right, what there I did do, awesome. Tate, I gave you, uh, in the beginning of the year, I gave you $500 worth of free um, futures bets. Because, Already a mistake. Because I'm a great fucking guy, basically. Yes. But, and here's what you did with it. Let's go over it. Uh, 33 to 1, $50, John Wall, MVP. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cross that off. Yep, okay. take that out. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> 30, thank thank all, you, Harry. Please give all your sound effects. Also, also thirty-three to one. Also thirty-three to one. Malik Monk, Rookie of the Year. Our buddy Alec loves oh, Malik yikes. Monk all over the place, but not happening. I forgot right? he played for Steve Clifford and wasn't going to play. That was a big mistake. <laughs> That's a tough one to win. Yeah, when you're not on the court. Uh, he got Rookie of the Week the last week of the year, though. So. There you go. Thanks, Parlay Kid. Oh, maybe I can convince my bookie that you meant Rookie of the Week for uh, the Row Award. Yeah. Your Arkansas week. Final Four pick sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? I like long shots, Harry. Come on. We really, yeah, I, I hear you. I don't know why I'm putting Tate through this. Stan Van Gundy, Coach of the Year, 50-1. And, to one. and that, was so, that was so at hope. When he made the Blake trade, there was like two days of fun where I was yeah. like, maybe this will happen. Uh, right. It did not happen. DeRozan, 50-1. to one. He took a lot of long shots here. 50-1 to, 50 to one points per game leader. Uh, Harden ran away with that like two weeks in. It was, but it's just hard but DeRozan, DeRozan's been snubbed, you know? They're, they're number one in the East, but yeah. every, everyone already has the stink on the, the playoff Raptors, and uh, he got no talk. So I'm, I don't feel as bad about that one. Well, points uh, per yeah, game. Yeah, that was a good good play with those odds. That was good. So you think if he had more uh, people supporting him, he would have won the points per game yes. title? <laughs> yes, okay. exactly. More, right. more people on his team, like Kyle Lowry, to pass him the ball. There you go. All right, this one's pretty bad. Uh Plus two fifteen Grizzlies to make the playoffs. <laughs> you don't even remember that one, right? No, I don't. That, that's tough too. But it, I also thought Mike Conley was going to play though. Right. You know, without injuries, I blame it all on injuries. Okay, uh, Devin Booker, you blame this one on injuries. Yep, yep. Eight to one, most improved. I I feel like he got slighted. Did he? Yeah. He who is it going to be? Is it going to be Oladipo or Drummond or who, who? I think it's definitely Oladipo. Oh, Oladipo, yeah. Oladipo, definitely for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen. I don't think you've been a, you're able to bet on that like after that like that the day yeah, before that's like the a one time thing yeah. one you, time thing yeah you don't get it all right so here's your winner you did win one uh, plus one twenty five Jazz to make the playoffs uh, alongside with the parlay kids bet that was nice nice so you have sixty three dollars coming your way <laughs> I have to pay you sixty three dollars beautiful I and, did it and there is one outstanding that you have that I have that Joe House has that uh. uh the sports guy Bill Simmons has a hundred to win one twenty Cavs Warriors final re re rematch. Mm. It is the favorite right like now. Plus to happen. what? Plus three sixty. So I think. Well, are they both even? No, they're not both even. Cleveland's. No, a little I bit. think that's. Uh, I mean, if they're both. It's lower than that. If they're, if they're, I thought I saw like. I don't know. If they're both I, even, plus it's plus two sixty, right? But I think I think it's right in there. Either way. Plus 120 is not a good deal <laughs> at this point. And uh, I, I might be going Rockets also the rest of the way. Um, yeah, so yeah, as far as what I gave out, we, uh, we went over it with Simmons. We had the Sixers under. We had Oklahoma City over. We had losers all over the place. This Cavs-Warriors thing, plus our Philly to win the East thing at 7-1, we had it, um, is our only hope. Now let's go over. Let's, get, let's look into the future, until the near future at least. Uh, 
NBA series best bets or conference or NBA title best bets. Let's start with you, Harry. Who do you like? I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with the Rockets at minus 105 for the Western Conference. Okay. Uh, they had 65 wins, best record in the NBA, as we know. Seven better than the Warriors. They were 34-7 and seven at home. Best point differential in Western Conference at eight and a half points a game. Two and a half points better than the Warriors. And they took the season series 2-1 to one over Golden State. I think it's time for Harden and Chris Paul to finally step it up in the playoffs, especially after Harden really choked last year in the playoffs against the Spurs. Clint Capella's been fantastic. He averaged a double-double for them and led the NBA in field goal percentage. And with the injuries off and on with the Warriors, I just think it's the time. It's the time for the Rockets and Harden to get it done. Rockets at minus 105 for the Western Conference to get it done. All right. Parlay Kid, you kind of agree with that. I do kind of agree with it, Sal. Uh, My best bet is I'm going to add the Rockets with the 76ers. I'm taking that at plus 800 to be the – NBA Finals. So it's the 76ers, Rockets, NBA Finals. I kind of agree with Harry on the Rockets. Sometimes it just feels like it's time. I just feel like it's time. Obviously, the Warriors, great team. Warriors, it just feels like, boy, you know, I don't know if you can play like this down the stretch Mm-hmm. and pick it up against the – just say, we're going to pick it up now against the Rockets and, and go out there and win it. Harden's the MVP this year. Like Harris thing, I just think it's time. And the 76ers, Sal, I think – I'm not saying they're going to shock the world, but right now is there a better team in the East than no. the 76ers? I think the answer is no. There's just not a better team in the East. They're winning games without Embiid. Embiid's coming back. Uh, Simmons, as I said before, I don't even – I. Simmons is such a, a, you know, the top rookie of the year candidate. I actually think he's a top five MVP candidate. I would put him in the top Mm. five. He's been that good for this team. He's been that good. He makes everybody great. J.J. Redick has had a really fine season, the ringer's own uh, J.J. Redick. Mm -hmm. And now maybe maybe Fultz coming back, uh, he's played pretty well. Maybe he can offer them an extra spark off the bench and some quick points. Uh, so I really like a plus 800, All right. 76ers, Rockets finally. You know what? That would be a pretty fun final, don't you think? Tate, what do you think? You think uh, Would you root for that if Golden State-Houston is in Game 7 and they're, uh, they're staring the Sixers in the face? Who are you rooting for to come Yeah, out I think it'd be good for the NBA to get something different, right? So yeah. we, we don't get the same thing, especially if Steph's hurt. Then we get like the watered-down version of the Warriors. I don't think people want to watch that, especially against the watered-down version of the Cavaliers right. um, without Kyrie there. So I think something new would be good. I think a team in the East, I know everyone likes the Sixers, but I think they have a tough matchup with the Heat in the first round. Yeah. So well, that makes me scared. I love that something new would be good. We have so much on the Cavs Warriors re 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 rematch, <laughs> but uh, whatever. All right, brother Bright, what's your best? If if Tate likes the Heat, though, they're like four to one to win that series. It's not bad if mm. you like the Heat. All yeah, right. but well, uh, Tate ran out of free money. You so can't you can't bet anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I 63, made sell sixty three dollars. Yeah, yeah <laughs> put the six three three dollars on four to Tate, one. Tate, you're yeah. doing it. Yeah. T- are you, you going to do that? <laughs> I'll do it. That's okay. fair. All right. Good. 63 on my ass. Sorry, Miami Heat fans. It's over. (laughs) Brother Brian, what jumps out at you? Uh, So, yeah, I really like the the Boston over Milwaukee minus 155. I mean, this really just comes down to Brad Stevens at this point. I mean, I think they have enough with Brown, Tatum, Rozier, Horford. I I just, the way Milwaukee's been playing, they're 12 and 14 in the last 26 games. They haven't looked good at all. They actually haven't beat, if you look at their, 
their record. They haven't beat a, a team at full strength, a good team at full strength, and I don't know how long. I mean, so I think minus 155 is a good play. I think if you wait this out a few days before Saturday, I think this is going to get to like minus 180. So I think minus 155 right now is a good one to jump on. All right. I like that. I also like, I'm going Jazz over OKC in the first round. I think yeah. this line's a little fixed. Jazz plus 115. Uh, I don't know. Okay, OKC has a flashier players, and look, they might go seven. In which case, this is a bad bet. But they won three games to one. The series season series, Oklahoma City did. Uh, Gobert didn't play like at least two of those. I think Utah is really hot. They they might be the uh, the Western Conference version of Philly. I know like Philly has sixteen game winning streak, which is the longest I believe going into yeah. any playoffs for a team. But Utah won seven of the last. Eight, I believe, before last night, and uh, and they lost to Portland. They lost that third seed to Portland. But I like the Jazz plus one fifteen. I think they could maybe win this in six. Uh, all right, that brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail, tackling make believe gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. Chloe Kardashian this morning had a beautiful baby girl. I actually didn't see it. Let's let's just assume she's beautiful. Uh, this coming a day or two, I think, after footage of Tristan Thompson cheating on her. And the big question on everybody's mind and the Riverboat prop of the week is, how tall will Khloe Kardashian's next boyfriend be? Because this guy's gone, Tristan Thompson. Right, Tate? He played 30 minutes last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he's done from the NBA, but he's done with That's the, what people yeah. want now. He, he did this to Chloe, now he's out of the NBA. They kicked him out of a meeting today. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's it. Now, will her next boyfriend, will she learn her lesson? Lamar Odom, Tristan Thompson, t- both tall. What, 6'9", 6'10", both of them? Over-under, 6'6", six six, yep. her next boyfriend. Parlay kit, what do you say? Oh, Sal, no woman deserves this, right? So even a Kardashian, I don't think that she even deserves this. But, Sal, I'm old-fashioned. Thompson never put a ring on her finger, did he? I don't think, you know, and I think, by the way, so do we know the baby's weight? I wish we knew the weight. We have a prop bet on that, too, with right. the uh, Riverboat Casino. We're still waiting on the weight, too. Uh, but, listen, Chloe, these, I looked up some stats, and I know Harry was going to share these. I'm a little stealing, uh, stealing Harry's thunder a little bit, but... Odom six ten, Thompson six nine. She also dated six foot four UNC basketball bust Richard McCants at one time. <laughs> yeah, that, no doubt. Uh, Matt Kemp six four, French Montana. Whoever that is, Tate, I'm sure you know who that is. Six three, Not Rick and Rick <laughs> and Rick Fox six seven. I forgot Those about are some Rick of the, Fox. the men yeah. she's dated. Those are the, some of the men she's dated. If you average it out, six six out. So you hit this oh, number excellent. right on the head. Mm-hmm. Great job. That's and six six. By the way, is a foot and a half taller than Harry. So, oh wow! Uh, <laughs> nice, nice job. That's pretty good. But as Harry knows, short guys, a lot of loving, right, Harry? Absolutely, bud. Absolutely. <laughs> so there's no doubt here, Sal. She's gonna. She's changing her life around. Her next boyfriend is well under. Six six, right. maybe it'd even be Harry. Okay, Harry, w- would you would you accept that proposition? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> just because they're the worst. The Kardashians are the worst. But I am gonna go. With, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Darren as well. I'm gonna go under the six foot six inches too. Uh, my average. I did the, like the last nine boyfriends that she had. Mm-hmm. Like six uh, six athletes. 
three wrappers, and I came up with like six six inches or six feet four inches is what I came up with. So I'm going to go with the under as well. And you know she's she's due for what well, she's have like three athletes in a row, so she's due for another wrapper or non-athlete. Maybe mm-hmm. try that once; that might work. Right. So I'm going to go with the under, and uh, I'm going to go under six six. Harry, I I have to say, if Khloe Kardashian somehow went to you, <laughs> knocked on your door, and at, at Asked to take you. There is just no way you would say no. You could say you you hate them all you want. You would not turn her down. Yeah. That's all right. I don't need Sal, that. she's under sixty five. Sal, come on. <laughs> she's under. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, she's way too young for her. All right, brother Bry, break this tie. So, so uh, Parley kid, you went under, and right, yep. you both went under so far, brother Bry. Yeah, they both under. Yeah, they both went under. I'm going under too. I, I, poor, poor Chloe though. First Lamar, now Tristan. I yeah. mean, but she has to understand, right? I mean. When you date a professional athlete, I mean, this just seems like there's such a large percentage of this that, that's just going to end up, somebody's going to end up cheating on you. So, I, I mean, she's got to understand that. But I think, <laughs> I think she from her side now, she'll yeah, go back, she she'll go it. to more, a more regular guy maybe for the first time ever. I was going to say, like you were saying, Harry and I are both single and free. So, yeah. I'm just under 6'6". Six, six, Harry's just under 5'6". So, yes. Harry will even clean her whole house for free. So, yeah. I think uh, I, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go under six four, and that she doesn't even date a celebrity. Now. All right, all right, yeah, Chloe, wow. brother, brother Bry is available, and uh, he, unlike Harry, he doesn't hate your entire family, so uh, this could really work out. Uh, Tate, do you have a thought on this? <laughs> Good one, Harry. Uh, I, I was thinking Andre Ingram, the uh, the ten year vet that just got the oh, G yeah. League. You know, he seems like a good oh, guy. A good He's got one. humble roots in Love basketball, it. so maybe he comes out and becomes an LA celebrity right. and dates Chloe and saves her. Uh, I was also thinking McCants. He gets the comeback tour. He's a three on three MVP. Oh. You know, he gets Chloe by his side. Now the Kardashians are at the game. Now it's the whole thing. Now it's a celebrity. That's the new Lakers floor size of the three on three games. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like it. All right, unders Bring all Bring Rashad back. I- I'm doing it too. I'm going under. I think she changed. Is her whole game plan here, and she's been dating uh, tall basketball players forever. She she realizes this is not working. I think she switches. She stays with the athletes, but goes with horse jockeys. That's it. She is going way under. She is bringing Miguel Vasquez to Thanksgiving. She says, "This is my new boyfriend, Miguel Vasquez." The the the, the table lights up. Get him a booster seat by the by the cranberry casserole, and I'm going under by at least three feet. I say, Chloe. Next boyfriend. It's a clean sweep under six foot six inches. All right. That's another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. All right. Let's move on from that nonsense to the NHL. More nonsense. Uh, I'm looking now. Celtics, uh, Celtics. Bruins are up 3 1 in the second. Tampa Bay up 3 to 1. Washington up two to one. All right, we're gonna be. This is how it's gonna be, guys. Yeah. Three months. We're just gonna be checking scores all along. Right now, the current odds for the. Uh, and now, keep in mind, three teams have a win already, so these changed a little bit. Nashville is the favorite at plus three seventy five. Tampa Bay Lightning at plus five fifty. Winnipeg six to one, and Harry the Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Knights seven to one. Can you believe this? They were two hundred to one before the season. Um, they're the most profitable team in hockey. They're plus 1,700, best in the league by far, 51-31 and 31 on the puck line. Every sports book, and this is not an exaggeration, every sports book in Las Vegas is sitting on at least one 100-to-1 odds ticket for Las Vegas to win the Stanley Cup. This, this kills the books, right? 
going to get murdered if they win. If somehow they pull this out, I've, I've read many articles where every like you're right, every place they're going to get murdered if they win this. Yeah, they may even uh, take you out of their black book and let you come back and work because everyone's going to flee, right? <laughs> People need people. Uh, people need jobs. Casinos need jobs. That's for sure. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and if you're going to date Khloe Kardashian, you're going to have to have a job for sure. Um, let's review our preseason picks. I somehow, you know, I know the least about hockey out of all these guys. I had the Capitals to win the Metro at plus two forty. It came in. I think they had to win eight out of the last ten games, but they they did it, and they're a division winner. I think. Uh, yeah. So the brother Bry, you had the Lightning to win the Atlantic. Yeah, the Lightning plus two twenty to win the Atlantic, and that that looked great from the right from the start. Yeah. And then they kind of they kind of tailed off a little bit, but the Bruins were absolutely on fire the second half of the year, so they almost caught them. They needed to win that last game. I think Darren had them on a bet, and they uh, lost to the Panthers. So, so yeah, that one won for me. So right, winner. All right, Caps winner, Lightning winner, Parley kid. You went you went with your heart. Isles over eighty eight and a half points. Yeah, well, listen, I went with the Islanders, Sal. They had 100 points two years ago, 94 last year. I guess they were trending downward. Uh, the, the Vegas books had them at 88.5 points. I thought this was an easy one. Uh, but, listen, Sal, I dedicated the whole fall to getting Sushi Brown or Sashi Brown from the <laughs> Cleveland Browns fired. And I, it worked, right? I got him fired. You did. It was all you. I yeah. will not rest until the general manager of the New York Islanders, Garth Snow, Mm-hmm. is fired. So on every podcast from now until he's fired, <laughs> I'm going to mention the, that he has to be fired. All right. Terrible. <laughs> he's the, so, it's a, if, so you were an, you grew up sure. an Islander fan. They we're on my block. It we're is, all over the place. Yeah. It is, that's right. Islanders lived right around us, Sal. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it has become such a farce now with this guy in this position. Uh, that, uh, you know, the true Islander fans, and there's uh, several of them I follow on Twitter, they all know the deal, that this guy's a joke. But, Sal, on the, on the other hand, while I gave that Islanders pick, I mentioned that Matt Barzal would win the Calder Trophy this year. And at that time, Sal, at the time when I mentioned that, mm-hmm. he was 17 and a half to one. Right. To win the Calder Trophy. You can't even get odds for him now. He'd probably be like minus 10,000. To yeah. win this Calder Trophy, if you even saw anything, he is a he should be a, a unanimous decision to win that. And I gave him at seventeen and a half to one uh, back in uh, mid October and or Gar- early October. Gart Snow deserves no credit there, right? Oh, listen, <laughs> <laughs> if, you could hang your hat on there, and you still lost the bet. <laughs> That's all right. That's true. Listen, That's Gart okay. Snow did draft Barzal, yeah. but at the same time. He gave away a you know a, a guy he took in the top five to uh, right. to get that pick. So right. you know, I, I guess uh, not that that top five pick has turned out to anything. As every eye on the draft pick, aside from JT John Tavares, who right. might walk to, it's disgusting. But I did think about that. So seventeen and a half, and he's a runaway rookie of the year. And I know you have a buddy out there that uh, is a big fan of Barzell. Yep. I think loves him. Yeah, loves him. And he, he's him. phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. All right, so, that's good. Darren hey, tweets yeah. so much. Darren tweets so much about the Islanders. Though, that one of the Islanders' like main beat writers actually blocked Darren Did on he Twitter. Really? Like he, nice. Just because Darren wrote so many negative things. That's to him. good. That meant that well, means you made it. I wrote it. negative things about the beat writer because he was afraid to ever critique the Islanders. I love it. I that's love why. It. 
Harry. Art Staple is a bum. <laughs> Harry, uh, have any uh, Edmonton Oiler beat writers uh, blocked you because you picked them to win I, I the Pacific? I'd rather, just li- I'd rather just listen to Darren keep talking about the Islanders. I, I, don't I would know. too. Who but my but it, it's fun to mention that you were you were thirty one points a, off. Thirty one right. points off with Edmonton no. pick. Yeah. I had yeah I know I don't I, the Oilers are plus one seventy to win the Pacific Division. They finished sixth. They were twelfth yeah. in the West Conference. Uh, Darren always says. You get a hot goalie, anything can happen. Well, last year, Cam Talbot for the Oilers gave up 2.39 goals a game with seven shutouts. This year, he averaged giving up more than three goals a game and had one shutout. Can't put the blame on Connor McDavid, who had another 100-point season. But still, goaltending is huge in hockey, especially when it comes to uh, regular season and having a differential of such a well, that, that's about point six different differential. That that was the difference, and the Oilers tanked it this All year. Right, you're right. We should have just kept listening to Darren. You're right. That was enough. For <laughs> All right, listen, Harry. Though while we have you here, pick, give us your best pick in hockey. This is tough because the games are going on. Some a few started yesterday. What's your best bet in the hockey playoffs? Well, I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here. I'm going to take the Vegas Golden Knights at plus 325 mm-hmm. to win the Western Conference. I mean, what a what a story this team is. And they're really not getting the much the credit they deserve. I mean, they won the Pacific Division, 51 wins. Um, seven players had 40 points or more on this team. Uh, they won the season series versus, versus the number one seed, uh, the Nashville Predators. Uh, team is led by veterans like uh, Mark, goalie Mark Andre Fleury, who pitched a shutout in Game One against the Kings in the playoffs, and ex-Predator James Neal. So why not the Knights? All Knights right. to win the Western Conference at plus three twenty-five. I love it. That place lights up, man. That was so much fun watching them uh, win one nothing yesterday. Brother Bry, who's your best uh, hockey bet? Yeah, I like uh, I like the Jets plus three. The Winnipeg Jets plus three fifty to win the West. Uh, right now, I currently have them on a parlay to win uh, this series against the Wild. But I, I really like that plus three fifty. I mean, look, they they were second in the NHL this year with one hundred and fourteen points. They they have a great mix of like veterans and and Wheeler and and youngsters and 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 Mark Scheifele and Patrick Lene. So, I, and they also had one of the best goalies in uh, Halibut this year. So I think. Uh, if you watch them, they fly around on home ice. They're pr- it's pretty cool watching the whiteout, all the fans wearing white. It's, it's a, it looks like a great stadium to watch a game. They were top three in offense this year, top five in defense. I mean, I yep. think I think them and Nashville are the two best teams in the West. I, I know Harry's saying the Knights. I don't like them at this point in time. But unfortunately for them, they'll play the Predators in the next round. But I think the winner of that is going to come out of the West. So I think pl- getting plus 350 there, I, I like that versus Nashville plus 170. I think those teams are really really okay. even, so All I think right. you're getting much better value with them. Parley Kid, yeah. your best bet. Not going to be the Islanders, right? Oh, gosh, no. Uh, listen, Sal, the, and nothing better than the NHL playoffs. Really, when you look at the, even all the four majors, the NHL playoffs never disappoint. They're always fantastic. An eight seed can beat a one seed. We've all seen it happen time and time again. Uh, right now, Sal, my best bet is a uh, a series parlay for the Jets to win this series. Right now they're minus 440, and they're already up one game to nothing. And the Pens are sitting at minus 480. They're already up one game to nothing. It's really a minus uh, 200 or so parlay. Uh, like Brian said, he already gave some of the stats on the Jets. They're a fantastic team. Uh, and 
you know, unfortunately, the only thing that's really not great about the hockey playoffs is the seeding that goes on with the hockey playoffs. It can kind of get a little funky. Uh, and unfortunately, like Brian said, you you sometimes see these uh, matchups of the two best teams, and even like the second round, mm-hmm. and that's really not fair in some cases. And the Pens of the Penguins, Sal, are being overlooked. This is a team, and listen, we saw what they did last night, seven nothing in their first game, and that could be a little flukish. You're not going to win every game seven nothing, but what's to say? Why is this team not getting more attention? Because they only had a hundred points this year. They cruised through yeah. the regular season, Sal. They're on cruise control, and now you can get great odds on them, uh, you know, really to win the whole thing. I'm not saying I'm taking them to win the whole thing, but they are really being overlooked right now. So, But I like them and the Jets to win this series. They're already right. at one game to nothing. It could just, it's minus 200 for those two to win. They're going to win. All right, if you parlay those at minus 200. Yeah, I'm with you, uh, parlay kid. The Pens, they were 8-1 to one before this uh, playoff started. They dipped down to 750, plus 750 after the win yesterday. Crosby, Kessel, Malkin, top 10 in points. All three top 10 in points. Uh, you worry, I guess, I guess the worry is about Matt Murray. He's been like, you know, he's been a little injury prone. And when he's playing, he's on and off. But that was a nice sign yesterday. 24 saves, no goals allowed. Uh, goalie Matt yep. Murray, I, I think he's back. Uh, I would also take a flyer on the Ducks, 18 and one. If they I think if they get by the Sharks, even though the West is tough, I think they're in really good shape. Uh, Ryan Getzloff, Ricard Raquel, uh, Corey Perry, they've fallen off like as a solid, but they're still a solid first line. Defensemen are good. Again, the goalie play is is the question here. I don't know if John so Gibson big. is playing. Uh, if he does, that's a that's a huge bonus. Seventh and saves, eighth and save percentage. I like uh, the Ducks at eighteen to one and the Pens at plus seven fifty. All right, let's take a quick break and talk about Stamps.com. You know, the U.S. Postal Service is an important tool for any business, Harry. I've been telling you this, reaching every household every day. And Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your fingertips. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. Stamps.com makes it easy. They'll even send you a digital scale which automatically calculates exact postage. Harry, how much did you weigh? If they were to, if they were to send you a digital scale right now and you were to jump on it, what would it say? It might say 218. It would? Okay. All right. It might. I'm gonna... <laughs> I don't believe it, Harry. Harry, we could all, it. Listen, we could... We could redo this whole thing in 2018. We, we could read, yeah. We could we could redo this bet again. <laughs> we could, or you could I'm just ready eat, to go like, again. You could eat like a human being. All right, let's not interrupt things. It, no need to lease an expensive postage meter. No long-term commitments. Just like Harry, no long-term commitments to losing weight. I use Stamp.com. I said it earlier. I set my taxes the other day. What what could I trust more? Then Stamps.com if I'm uh, sending my tax uh, returns right there. Right now, you can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in odds, O-D-D-S, at Stamps.com. Stamps.com. Enter O-D-D-S for a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. All right. Let's talk about baseball real quick. We're a couple weeks in. Um, we're going to review the best and worst teams to bet on in the major league this year. And third best team is Boston Red Sox. Based on a $100 wager, you would have pulled a profit on so far of plus 616. Um, second best team, Arizona Diamondbacks, Harry's Diamondbacks, pull a profit of 678. 
And the Don't best it, team, Sal. the best team, the most profitable team. <laughs> yes. The 10 and 1 New York Mets. They have a three and a half game lead in the NL East, not even over the uh, not even over Washington, over the Braves. A profit of $1,010 based on $100 bets. Zach Wheeler, he's wheeling seven strikeouts. This Mickey Calloway's a genius. He's batting the pitcher eighth in most of the games. It's working. He, he batted his Drupal Cabrera fourth in the first game. Guy's got a 600 slugging percentage. Familia looks good. Everyone's hitting. The New York Mets, the 2018 NL champs, World Series champs. At least in the eyes of the betters, they're the betting darlings of uh, Major League Baseball. Ten and one. Keep it going, Mets. Harry, though, Arizona. Do you root for the Diamondbacks or just Robbie Ray? <laughs> no, I do root for the Diamondbacks. I've been watching this year. I mean, nine and three. By the way, since you did mention Robbie Ray, yeah. I just want to say that he is two and zero oh this year, and he's three and zero oh in games he started. Yeah. Um, and they're doing this. They're they're nine and three, despite uh, I know he's been hot lately, Paul Goldschmidt. But he's only batting one ninety, and he's had a couple of home runs and he had a couple of home runs in, uh, home runs, uh, in that San Francisco series just recently. But other than that, he hadn't been doing anything. And they're uh, nine and three, so uh, timebacks are still all right. They're, Parley, they're, they're Parley not Parley ten Kidd. and one like the Mets, but they're no, okay. No, 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 they'll never be ten and one. Parley Kid, you have the what, what was Robbie? What's his ERA? It's, it's like seven or something, right? Yeah, it's still like in, uh, close to six, Sal. You know, he's got a high walk total, like I had already mentioned. But he is 2-0. I mean, so uh, I guess anything is possible for that bet, but uh, it's it's highly unlikely. So he was an out away, an out away winning, from win three. An out the Grom's away. winning the Cy Young, Sal. I've changed my He's winning that Cy oh, Young. Oh, really? All right. The Grom the Mets. Yeah, the Mets are winning the World Series, Sal. That's Beautiful. Common. Let's go. Let's make it unanimous. Ooh. Brother Brian, Mets, right? <laughs> World Series. Yeah, well, what's going to what's gonna happen when I jump on the Mets to win the division? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going to let you to do win it. The division, the plus 125. It, that's going to oh, nosedive immediately right after. That's what I did last yeah. year, didn't I? I know. We had, we had Syndergaard with the Mets. Yeah, it was bad. All right. No, I know. I'm kidding. Of course they're not going to win. The 10 and 1, it, it, it means nothing. But uh, we're not jinxing them at all. Uh, teams that don't need jinxing, the Dodgers are the worst team to bet on. Least profitable, minus 703. Um, and the Reds are second, minus 668. Uh, Parley Kid, I think you had the Dodgers earlier in the year. Their, their bats were their bats go cold. They're very weird. It's 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 oh. it's strange to think that uh. Justin Turner would make such a difference. Certainly shouldn't, Sal. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think he's a heck of a ball player. But boy, boy, oh boy! I mean, I I had them uh, early in the year in a, in a couple games, and uh, man, just you know, you following those games, I'm not really watching. Uh, because of the time difference, but just trying to follow on my phone and just inning after inning, no hits, no hits, no hits, no hits. It's unbelievable. Yeah, we their lineup is extremely weak. I think weaker than I thought it would be. But maybe Turner's the difference. We'll see. It's so early, Sal. It is very early. Things can turn around very quickly. Uh, you know, I'll uh, tell you, Dan, right I'll tell now, you, Paul yeah. kid. I'll tell you what's not going to turn around though. Our Otani bet, and I blame Brother Bry for this, but. Oh. I loved Gosh. it so much. What do we go under nine and a half wins? The guy was ten and a half. Ten and a half. All right. Yeah, it had gone down yeah. to nine and a half. We had dropped it dropped to nine and a half. Oh, for God's sakes! This, what a screw job this was. He 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 really hustled us. He hustled us. I didn't even think he was going to make the yeah. roster in uh, in April. And and here it is. And what is he? He's like Terrible. he's has two wins. He, he strikes everyone out. He's a monster at the yeah, plate. Yeah, yeah. 
his, his whip is like point four something. But screw that guy. I mean, M- M- MLB Network, Baseball yeah. Tonight, all those guys, everybody, every baseball analyst was saying how like this was such a mess mm-hmm. before the season started. Now everybody loves them. I mean, well, uh, uh, but I would, I do, I do wish you know he wouldn't pitch against the A's every game. He has, that would be nice. Right, but, yeah. but you know what? He's, he has he has the Royals Sunday, so that's great. All right, uh, good. There's so, some, like, oh, there some really <laughs> tough outs in that lineup. All right, uh, Bavada has it as a possible hedge, and I know we'll screw this up. That he wins the AL MVP is twelve to five. The Cy Young is nine to one. Uh, wins both is sixteen to one. Wins neither one to three. Harry, as the uh, sole member of the trifecta who didn't bet on him, which one you can maybe look at this logically? Which one would you go with out of those four options? Well, logically isn't my middle name, right. but I'm going to go with neither. Okay, at one to three. Uh, he's been entertaining so far, to say the least. Um, he's got amazing stats, amazing. Uh, uh, facts about him. I mean, I guess he's the first player since 1920 and only third overall in Major League Base- Baseball history to get two wins as a pitcher and hit three home runs in his team's first 10 games. Mm. I guess he's, and, and the splitters, he, hitters are 0, and 9, 0 for 19 against him with 13 strikeouts. But I just can't see over 162 games, obviously, that this will hold up. Hitters will see him a second or third time in the American League and it won't be so good for him after a while, but right. still, right now, it's been something. I hope you're right. You're never really right, but I hope you're right this time. Um, uh, Tay, do, do you root for a baseball team? I don't want to say because people are going to get upset, but yes. Because of familial ties, you're going to get upset too, Sal. So. Let me hear. The Yankees. Oh, come on. It's, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. What do you it, mean familial ties? Oh, about Tate. No. I, familiar, I, I, Tate Frazier's a, a Met. What do you mean familial ties? <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> I pulled for Matt Harvey when he was up in New York. That was the last time for yeah. a Tar Heel. But yeah, yeah, I'm a Yankees fan. Oh, for God's sakes. Yeah. We're overwhelmed. Let me tell you about the Yankees. That Tyler Austin, <laughs> what was going on? He, he threw, now they're battling with the Red Sox. Why is it that uh, 93-year-old Don Zimmer is, only, is the only Yankee brawler uh, worth mentioning over, over the whole history, the way he went after Pedro. The other guys don't want to mix it up, Parley Kid. You got this Tyler Austin yesterday, throws the bat down at the plate, looks like he's got some fire in him. He runs 60 feet and for, forgets <laughs> to throw a punch. It's the, the most important part of this, isn't he? And gets suspended anyway. Yep. Yeah, that, listen, uh, a little uncalled for, I think, on the Red Sox part there. Maybe I'm a homer with that. I mean, you get a little, get a little spike in the leg, and then you get hit with a 98-mile-an-hour fastball in the ribs. Doesn't really seem fair right there. And so here's a fact. Let's, this is a little-known fact, Sal. The Red Sox have been plunking the Yankees for years, and the Yankees do not retaliate. Right. You know David Ortiz? David Ortiz, who hung over the plate like nobody's business and hit the crap out of the ball for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Do you know he got hit 37 times in 19 seasons? Yeah. Derek Jeter got hit two, almost 200 times in his career, as did Alex Rodriguez. David Ortiz. 30, I, I believe, Sal, it's like 37 hit by pitches in 19 seasons. Something incredible like that. The Red Sox have been dodging bullets for years. They deserve to get their asses kicked. You know what, though? I, there's a reason why these guys never got hit because uh, the, the, Jeter got hit so much and A Rod got hit so much. No one cares if they charge the mound. Mm-hmm. Who would ever care, right, Harry? <laughs> What's going on, Absolutely. right? Just take a no fly right. the, Red Sox were, the Red Sox were crapping in their pants yesterday <laughs> when Judge and Stanton literally moved the entire team from the mound and back into their dugout. 
They yeah. literally pushed the pile back. You should have seen it. All right. Unbelievable. There, there have been a, a lot of disappointing <laughs> things said on this podcast today, but the fact that Tate is a Yankee fan, it, it, I, it shoots uh, right to the top. Don't worry. I'm going to edit it out. I, It'll uh, be fine. I did actually like what what uh, Brock Holt had to say, though. He was pretty funny about it. What did he say? Like, he took he took that pretty well in stride. But he was like, "Look, we're not. We don't want to fight. Do you see the size of those guys on that team? We don't have size like that. We don't want to f- be fighting those guys." But I, I thought he was pretty great with I like it. That. I mean, he took that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Look, best if you got to fight, everyone should be like Nolan Oronado the other day against with the with the Rockies against the Padres. That he was going like an animal. Mm. That's After right. everybody on the Padres. That was great. There you go. Yeah, baseball players are soft in general, though, let's face it. Mm. <laughs> Best bets for the weekend, guys. Real quick, uh, give me your there's NBA game ones, there's NHL games, there's the RBC Heritage. Harry, you're all over that already. And uh, I think there's some MMA. Brother Bry, what's your best bet for the weekend? All right, I will say I've gotten at least my last three best bets, right, all in the college basketball. So nice. I'm going to go under 205 points for the total in the Jazz Thunder game one. Uh, just a few things. Four, in the four games they played, all four games went under. The Sal, what do you think the highest scoring game of the Jazz I, I and Thunder was this I actually looked at this because when, when I went to pick, oh, it was almost all the same exact score, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it was weird. Uh, they had like 78 like three times. Uh, was it like 193 or something? Yeah. Yeah, 194. So okay. I feel like 205 is too high, especially with this, the the first game in the playoffs. People will be playing tough D, yeah. especially this Jazz team. I don't think they're going to give up more than like 95 points. I, I love that. Under 205 is great here. Right. All right. Uh, Harry, what are you saying? Best bet? I'm actually going to go with a two-team money line parlay. Uh, I'm going to start with the Vegas Golden Knights. Why not? In game two on Friday night. At minus one fifty against the Kings, uh, they were four and one against the. They are four and one against the Kings this year. Uh, I know they only scored one goal the other night, but I think now with the jitters out of them, they're going to go crazy. They're gonna, I think they're going to put up five. They're going to put up five against the Kings uh, on Friday night. I'm going to parlay that with the Warriors in Game One at minus three eighty on the money line versus the Spurs on Saturday afternoon. The Spurs have lost eight in a row on the road, which is the most they've lost in a row since 1997, and they've lost 12 of 13 on the road. So I'm going to parlay, like I said, the Vegas Golden Knights, minus 150 with the Warriors at minus 380, and the parlay pays a little bit over even money. And when those two come in, like the Warriors is the first game, you guys can be sweating out all your games Saturday night (laughs) while I'm Tate, just going to be relaxing Saturday night watching the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony to the greatest band. Congratulations to the greatest band in the history of rock and roll, Bon Jovi. (laughs) While you guys sweat out the games, I'll be watching Bon Jovi. Yeah. Harry, you could afford afford to sweat a little. Let me just say that. But, uh, (laughs) uh, yes, Harry loved Bon Jovi. Harry had a big crush on Bon Jovi. This is before Daughtry was – was probably even born. Harry was a big, big uh, had, Bon Jovi had a, had a big crush? Had? Oh, you still do. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's everlasting. <laughs> well, he kind of looked regardless, like a, just In don't, the 80s, regardless, kind of, just don't like touch Harry's bet. Don't touch Harry's bet. Don't touch Yeah, don't. Bet. Yeah. Probably yeah. kid. What's your Harry's best? not going to have to sweat. Yeah, Harry's not going to have to sweat that one out because the bet will be done by Friday night when the uh, the Knights lose to uh, the, the Kings. Kings. So yeah. He won't even have to worry about that Warriors, who I really do love in Game One, but he won't have to worry about it. And so the parlay kid here, I hit my last best bet. 
And looking back, man, Nova going into the Final Four was minus 110 to win the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, what? How Could that have been any easier at that point? I don't uh, think so. Almost getting even odds for them to win going into that Final Four and ha- watching them cruise through those two games. Wow. I, I liked it better when, t- when Master Tate gave it away at 26-1, to one, although I think he was Tate the Snake back then when he did that, but at 26-1, yeah, yeah. that he was, was nice. Can't, can't give him enough credit. Yeah. Better time. <laughs> or Titus, whoever came up with it. Yeah, one yeah. of those two. Titus oh, steals man. always, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> no doubt. Well, so I'm going to go off the board here because I think we've done a lot of hockey, a lot of yeah. NBA, so I'm going to do this MMA fight. Oh, all right. Uh, Potentially a fantastic fight uh, on Saturday night with uh, Poirier versus Gaethje. What what a great fight! These two guys are both warriors. Uh, they both go at so this this could be one of the best one round fights you might ever see. Okay, it might it might go a little bit longer than that, but I like Gaethje Sal plus uh, one hundred five. I think he came down a little bit, uh, but he is a slight. A slight underdog in this fight. He's a little younger. I think he's a little fresher. Uh, I think that's what it's going to give him a little bit of an advantage in this fight. Poirier's look. He's he's been actually fighting much better lately than he did maybe two or three years ago. But I think he's got a little bit more wear and tear. Gaethje's coming off a disappointing loss uh, in his last fight, but he is a spectacular guy to watch uh-huh. as is Poirier. But I think Gaethje wins this. Uh, by TKO at some point in this fight. Harry, that, fight's in, that, flight, that fight's in Glendale. You should go and uh, report from there for us. No? Is it? Wow, did not know that. Uh, Harry, I told you that like three months ago to go to this fight. <laughs> it's a big one. I don't this pay is attention fantastic. to UFC. What a fight. Yeah, this just, this yeah, potential just, fight of the year. The, the guy is like must-see, must-see fighter. Maybe, maybe the top guy just to watch because it's, all, ac- it's that, all action. That's, all, that's Saturday night? Saturday yes. night. It's early. Didn't you, it's didn't early. you just hear me what I'm doing on Saturday night? Bon Jovi, oh, yeah. did you hear? Yeah, Bon Jovi. Yeah, he can't do it. He can't do it. Well, maybe the Yankees, bon should, watch. Maybe the Yankees should watch this fight. It'll give him uh, some inspiration, how to throw one freaking punch for crying out loud. Tate, oh, man. Tate do you like anything this weekend? Any, or any series or anything? I should have gone to you earlier. I, I do like the Heat. I, I think they may still right. game one. Okay. Uh, so that, that's probably the one I'll throw out there. I, I like that Heat team. I like Wayne Ellington shooting threes. You uh, like them to still game one? Yeah, I like them to still game one. I, I I still think the Sixers are the scariest team in the East, so I don't want to say they're going to beat them, but I like I like them still in game one. Heat, I think, are plus seven on, on the line, plus 250, and you'd be going against everyone who loves the Sixers. That's what I worry about. Everyone's too much on the Sixers. Yeah. still a young team in the first round, but... Uh, all that said, I'm going with the easy one, and the easy one never wins, so I don't want to hear about it until after it loses, <laughs> but it will. Cavs, Rockets, Golden State Warriors, game one, minus 112, three-team money line parlay. You have to expect that these teams know that they need to win game one. I don't think the Rockets will be a problem. I think the Warriors will uh, – I-, I think they come out strong. They get it together. And uh, and the Cavs, hopefully – you know, Coach Lou says they're going to play defense – Let's see it. Let's see it early in game one. All right, that's it, guys. Let's hear your uh, Twitter plugs. Parlay Kid. At the Chalk Talker, Sal. Fire Guard Snow. Fire Guard Snow. uh, (laughs) Brother Bry. I'm at the Brother Bry. That's right. You made it nice and easy for everyone. And Harry. Mm -hmm. Nice nice and easy for everybody. Good luck to you. And And I am uh, at AAO Harry. And you could send all your uh, congratulations to, to Harry and John Bon Jovi at AAO Harry. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for another episode. 
Oh, Tate, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jump in there. No, I just wanted to say John John Bon Jovi is selling his swanky New York apartment. So there's some news for you. I was trying to see what Bon Jovi's up to, Harry. That's what he's doing. He's selling his apartment. And uh, that that's all I have for you. So if you have that address somewhere on your Rolodex, you're going to have to update it. I, he almost owned the bills. What a very jet. close. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Tate, you, you're at, at Tate Frazier, Oh, yeah, right? at Tate Frazier. Pretty simple, at there Tate Frazier. That'll yep. do it. Another episode against the odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Hey, shoot us an email. We love hearing from you. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live 1135 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. That's that for the Degenerate Trifecta. And Master Tate Frazier, I'm Sal, saying so long and happy handicapping. Hey, the U.S. Postal Service is an important tool for any business, reaching every household every day. Stamps.com is the easiest way to access all the amazing services of the post office. Stamps.com never closes. Print postage for letters or packages at your convenience 24-7. I use Stamps.com to mail my taxes. Very important stuff. And right now, you too can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus postage, and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in odds, O-D-D-S. That's Stamps.com. Enter O-D-D-S.